On today's Spotlight on KRWC, an interesting topic for you today. We're going to uh, talk about some uh, big advancements and uh, technological leaps forward here in uh, some medical treatments that are quite commonplace, uh, such as knee and hip uh, replacements uh, and other things of that nature, uh, done now or at least uh, with the possibility of being done by smart robotics. We have as a guest with us today Dr. Dana Harms. Uh, Dr. Harms is an orthopedic surgeon at Alina Buffalo Hospital and joins us to uh, talk about these uh, new smart robotics that are out there, plus an open house that will give people an opportunity to see them. And, Doctor, good morning to you. Morning, Tim. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for being with us today. I've been uh, kind of pouring over some of the uh, press material and uh, the pictures and everything of these new machines, and it's uh, pretty fascinating stuff. Uh, very fascinating, and I uh, appreciate the opportunity to be on the show today and talk about this new technology in our area. Give us the um, the maker of this and the and the title, just so that we are are all on the same page of what we're talking about here. Well, the um, the maker is uh, Striker, which is a very large uh, manufacturer of orthopedic and um, medical device company. They're into all kinds of things, but they've acquired this uh, Mako Smart Robotics a number of years ago and really kind of developed this into a uh, spectacular platform for placing and helping place uh, knee and hip replacement uh, parts. All right, and so this technology, um, maybe not uh, brand new, but certainly new to uh, us and new to this area, and this is something that's going to be more routinely used all the time? Uh, we are the first hospital uh, in the area, including the uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul area, to actually acquire this technology. Alina Health uh, and I have been looking at this product and this technology for the last several years. And over the last two years, we've really made a push uh, to develop or help uh, develop this technology into the area. Alina Health started, and I helped them get the first robotics at West Health, which is our outpatient surgical center, and then continued to make the push for the advancement uh, and place it in a hospital setting where most of the joint replacements currently are still being done. All right. Um, and the public is invited to uh, an open house to get a, a firsthand look at uh, these uh, robot machines and uh, information about what they do. Um, we'll maybe just throw the uh, date and times out there now, and then we'll come back to it at the end. But this is coming up a week from Tuesday, I believe, right? Tuesday, September 14th, from 3 to 5 p.m. It's an open house. We'll do a robotic demonstration at 3.30. It's kind of nice to be able to have patients or future patients or just anyone who's curious about robotic uh, surgical procedures to actually see what this device actually can do. Some people think it's this, I'm sitting in another room and I got a joystick and I'm, you know, uh, having an iced tea and having my uh, bagel and this robot is doing the surgical procedure itself. Well, that's not really the case. The great thing about this technology is 
uh, we're all integrated together. It takes a CT uh, exam prior to surgery. This is a planning portion of it. It takes uh, special um, robotics analytics while we're in the operating room, and we literally coordinate all of these things together and specifically make a plan for the patient prior to even making any of the surgical cuts. And this allows us to place the implants uh, within sub-millimeter accuracy, which I can't do by hand myself, but the robot will allow me to be able to put this, these, these devices in less than a millimeter, half a millimeter, half a degree rotation, specifically for the patient's need to minimize the trauma around the knee and to maximize the placement of these implants. Boy, that's amazing. That is some ultra, ultra fine measurements there. Yeah, and that's that's what I've, I've learned over the 20-some years that I've been doing joint replacements is I think my eyes tell me a lot. My hands certainly tell me a lot, and they're pretty good at putting these implants in. But when you have live data and you can truly make micro-adjustments on placing these implants, what we're seeing early on, and I've been doing the robotics now for about nine months between the ambulatory surgery center and now since we've had the robot here at Buffalo for the last two and a half, almost three weeks now, we've seen patients come in way ahead of where they were before uh, in terms of the range of motion, swelling, pain, less uh, narcotic use, easier physical therapy, and we're actually charting and analyzing this data so we can really show a difference between the previous way we've been doing them basically for the last 30-plus years to this new technique. And, And again, this all really comes down to is how can we make the experience for the patient um, less traumatic and easier to get the results that we're looking for. Yeah, and of course, uh, you know, slightly less invasive means, as you're uh, talking about there, quicker recovery, uh, less pain, um, less uh, traumatic uh, circumstances, uh, and hopefully more people that uh, are are willing to not wait until, you know, their life is so knocked down by whatever condition that they're um, they're experiencing to to maybe have it done sooner than later and and get back to normal life well we're trying to increase uh, the quality of life and when patients are suffering with uh, severe arthritis of knee or hip and and we're just talk about those two joints at this particular point it really has a, su- a, a big effect on the quality of life when they can't get around or can't sleep and they can't, uh, you know, interact with their family or friends, and they they become more homebound, and that's not good uh, psychologically for patients. We all know that with the the pandemic, how much that's had an effect on people's mental health, and in in a similar way, when you become uh, homebound and you can't interact with with your family or friends. Uh, life gets smaller. So if we can increase the quality of the patient's life uh, by this technology and making it easier, uh, that's really what we're trying to do. 
We're talking with Dr. Dana Harms today on our spotlight, uh, orthopedic surgeon with the line of Buffalo Hospital about Mako Smart Robotics. And uh, there's going to be an open house for these brand new machines a uh, week from Tuesday. This is Tuesday, September the 14th, 3 to 5 p.m. with a demonstration at 3.30 at uh, Buffalo Hospital. Um, what kind of uh, training, what kind of background, what types of um, uh, information does a surgeon need uh, to to start implementing these kinds of uh, robotic machines? And, and you know, there's got to be, I, I would imagine, some, some uh, you know, learning curve to getting the best out of them and, and helping the patient the most. First, I think the willingness to look at uh, new technologies and investigate what these things can offer and that, that in itself <clears throat> isn't always the case. We orthopedic surgeons sometimes get into the rhythm of their normal day and how they've done things. I, most people do that. And I, I've done thousands and thousands of joint replacements. And I've noticed over the years that there are some patients who uh, aren't as satisfied with their outcome as they were expecting. And so I've, I've, through many, many years, looked at many different technologies in, in try, to try to uh, increase the satisfaction of patients. Once this is done, you, you kind of start going to different conferences and, and areas of expertise and talking to surgeons who do five or six or 700 joint replacements a year, and you start using them as resources of how do we get the best results or how do they get the best results. And about six years ago, I, I went to a master's of orthopedics for joint replacements in San Diego and sat with the most prominent joint replacement surgeons and had a long conversation, and this is what started me to investigate this MAKO technology. Well, it wasn't until about two years ago that I really started to get Alina Health interested in looking at that to provide the funds in order to bring it to our community that I thought our patients deserved. Once I did this and, and got them interested in what I thought was a vision and a, an increased quality, then I did some training down in uh, Florida uh, where we did cadaver labs. We, we talked with the instructors, which are all orthopedic surgeons who do this on a daily basis. And really, we really went through really the technique, the data, how do we how do you do it in a fashion and then really being mentored by some of these great surgeons uh, i then went once we got it to west health uh, dr gad and i he's another orthopedic surgeon for um with a line of health uh, was starting to do them at uh, west health and we spent a bunch of time and then really going over the data and what's fascinating about this this technology is, since I was an engineer before going to med school in, in uh, residency in orthopedic surgery, 
I love numbers. So the numbers never lie. And once you get in there and start using this technology, it's really easy to even make changes to specifically design this. And it's, I don't think it's that complicated to understand to actually implement this, but there is a learning curve on what you're trying to achieve with each patient. So it, there's a, it was a long, uh, several layered uh, learning approach to getting the results that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as I'm reading here, it's um, main uh, emphasis right now or main use is with uh, knee and hip replacements, are those the two most common? Yeah, those are the two most common, full knee replacements and total hips. But one of the best uh, ways of using this technology is in partial knee replacements. Now, many patients don't really understand what that means, but if you have arthritis in just one of the compartments or one side of the knee and the rest of the knee is in really good condition, this technology actually helps us get better results in placing these partial knee replacements much more accurately. I'm fairly conservative with partial knee replacements because I think they're significantly harder to, to place because we're really trying to balance the tissues around the knee. And with this technology, it's quite easy to do a partial knee replacement and get spectacular results. I think what some patients think we're doing is chopping out big chunks of of bone and just putting these big pieces of metal in there, and that's how this whole process works. But really what we're doing is resurfacing the ends of the bone. Where there was cartilage, we're replacing it with a new bearing system, and we're only taking out, you know, not that much tissue, and we're trying to preserve ligaments and soft tissue around the knee to get it or to continue to use it as a kind of a normal function. And that's what this technology does the best. We are truly balancing the knee, soft tissue around the knee, uh, to accommodate this new bearing and not put that under any more stress than it's designed to do, which is not what we were able to do, I think, before. We're talking with Dr. Dana Harms, uh, orthopedic surgeon at Alina Buffalo Hospital, about the uh, new Mako Smart Robotics. Uh, let's shift to the open house that's coming up. This is a week from Tuesday, September the 14th, 3 to 5. You're going to have some special speaker in, in addition to yourself, you're going to have some special speakers there, I understand? Well, the president of the, our hospital certainly was speaking as well. But he was a fundamental uh a leader in helping us get this to the uh, our local community. I I can't say enough about the leadership certainly at the Buffalo Hospital that really embraced this technology. And you know when when your leadership, your hospital, you're asking them for a bunch of money, and and this was not a a small amount of money that we were looking at to try to bring this to the community, you know, they have to really look at the investment. And the investment for me is quality, certainly for the patients, that's number one. But you still have to convince the people who write the checks that this technology is not just a 
a win that a surgeon wants, but it's really going to benefit the patients. And when our leadership at the local level as well as at the corporate level really understood the technology, they really embraced it, and we really kind of went hard at it to get this into the our market. And I, I can't say enough about the leadership from that I work with. And, and our president and I, our CFO and all the people – who rallied around this to get this this technology here will be there, and uh, they're super proud of where we are with this. And I'm super excited because we've seen already the patients are doing so well. So we'll have a lot of folks there to answer questions, and there'll be a lot of smiles because this took a little bit to get, um, but we'll have we'll, we'll have a good time demonstrating and sharing this technology the community. Definitely. Um, The open house itself is 3 to 5 p.m. This is Tuesday, September 14th, with the uh, presentation and demonstration at 3.30 in the cafeteria at Buffalo Hospital. Um, A couple of other things that you're going to be doing, uh, you're going to try to name your new uh, robotic helper here, too, I understand. Yeah, there's... uh, We like to, you know, put a a name on things. Uh, Mako is the the name of the technology, but it's always fun to you have either school kids or somebody come up with a unique name on it, and we'll probably get a sticker with it on there, a smiley face. And, uh, it's just another way to kind of personalize what sometimes, you know, robotics doesn't seem too personalized, but you know this ro- this rob- robot is making a personalized attempt at p- putting a perfect joint replacement inpatient. So I think it's worth giving him, giving he or she or they or whatever <laughs> we want to call our robot a name. Yeah, and I understand there is a prize basket to uh, the person that offers up the name that's uh, uh, eventually selected. So uh, it'll be kind of fun with that too. Well, that's news to me. Maybe I'll come up with a name and I'll get the basket. But, <laughs> there you um, go. No, that's that's awesome. And I think they're the fun part is I think they're also making cookies with the uh, the shape of the robot, and it's, it's I think it's going to be a very nice event. Should be good. And this again is open to the public. Uh, it is uh, an open house Tuesday, September fourteenth, three to five, in the cafeteria at uh, Buffalo Hospital. Right, will people be able to? Um, uh, obviously get a look, but uh, ask questions if they have any questions, that kind of thing, too? We would encourage it. Uh, again, this is new technology. Patients don't, when I would talk to patients even in the room, when we're having a consultation for joint replacements, I encourage them to ask questions because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of nervousness with patients who are getting surgery, there's a lot of misinformation, and we really want to uh, answer all of those questions. So, yeah, there'll be plenty of time for people to ask ask questions, uh, whether it's about the robot or joint replacement or whatever they want to talk about from an orthopedic standpoint. They ask me questions outside of that. I don't know if I can answer it, <laughs> but uh, orthopedics, I know. Very good. Well, it sounds uh, very interesting, and I'm sure a lot of people, uh, not only your colleagues, but uh, the general public, will be intrigued to uh, see the Mako Smart Robotics um, and uh, how it can 
certainly benefit those that uh, are in need of some, you know, pretty common these days uh, procedures, but uh, hope is that uh, they'll be ultra-accurate, uh, quicker recovery, and uh, just, uh, you know, better outcomes, better life uh, for those that that have the procedure. So Mako Smart Robotics Open House at the line of Buffalo Hospital in the cafeteria Tuesday, September 14th, 3 to 5 p.m. Dr. Dana Harms, our guest today, and uh, thank you, sir, for all your background and information on uh, a very intriguing topic today, and, and best of luck to you as you go forward with it. Thank you very much. I appreciate being here. Very good. We'll uh, talk again sometime. Thanks very much. Sounds good. Thank right. you. That is Dr. Dana Harms, again with uh, Alina Buffalo Hospital, orthopedic surgeon uh, with the staff at Alina Buffalo Hospital. Again, just a reminder, again, the uh, demonstration and open house for the new Mako Smart Robotics, Tuesday, September 14th, 3 to 5 p.m., the demonstration and the presentation at 3.30 in the cafeteria at Alina Buffalo Hospital. You'll hear more about it uh, between now and and that date. And that is our spotlight for you for today on KRWC.